Hi, I'm Brim Bamber, and this is the Burnout to Brilliance podcast, where you'll learn how to go from overworked and overwhelmed to a place where you realize your sensitivity is your greatest gift, and you're energized by both your work and your life. Here we go. Hey, everyone. I am here today to talk to you about shame. Eh. (laughs) Not my favorite emotion to feel, not my favorite, favorite thing to talk about, but something that is so important to talk about. So one of the reasons I wanted to talk about shame with all of you is because it's a very personal topic for me. It's something I have really struggled with and I think probably one of the things that has held me back the most in my life, held me back from doing what I really wanted to do, from asking the person I wanted to date on a date, from going for the career that I wanted. It's something that has really held me back. And at some points, it has gotten to the point that it literally takes me a week to write an email. There was one point at, uh, during my nonprofit job where I literally would write an email on Monday and edit it, I don't even know how many times, and try to get it sent out by Friday or by the next Monday. But... I was really reluctant to do anything because I had made a relatively big mistake and I was really scared of making another mistake. I I felt a lot, a lot of shame about the mistake that I made and I was so scared of making another mistake that I would like edit and re-edit and (laughs) re-edit and spend so much time and waste so much time, waste so many hours, something that literally could have taken me 20 minutes would take me a week. Not that I would be like working on it eight hours a day for a week, but I wouldn't be sending it. So the next step couldn't happen because I wasn't sending the email. So this is definitely a personal topic for me and I know that it's something that a lot of you struggle with as well and so I wanted to talk about shame. So for you, if you are someone who struggles with shame, it is probably something that is holding you back as well. It probably stops you from taking risks because you don't want to feel it. Shame does not feel good. I can fully (laughs) attest to that. I have lots of experience. (laughs) Shame is not a pleasant thing to feel. And so we avoid shame by staying small, by not taking risks, by not going for what we really want, whether it's in your romantic life, in your career, to do with your health, any area of your life. Um, If you have a lot of shame it's probably holding you back so what I want to talk about on today's episode is what to do when you feel shame and how to overcome it now I'm not saying that you'll ever that I like have the magic pill 
And after you listen to this episode, you'll never feel shame again. I sometimes I wish that I did, but I don't have that. And I think if anyone is promising you that, they're probably lying. But what I can promise is I'm going to give you some tools of what to do when you're feeling shame, how to work with it, and how to work with it in a way where you're not suppressing it, you're not trying to get rid of it, but also you're not being controlled by it. You're not um, too scared to take a risk because of the impending shame that might be possible. So I'm going to give you some tools that basically are going to help you manage your shame. And ultimately to have less of it. We're never going to get totally rid of it, but I mean, with one of the mistakes that I made, I honestly probably felt ashamed in deep shame about it for months. Whereas now I make a mistake, I definitely, I go down the shame spiral. It happens. It still happens. I wish it didn't. But it's more likely to be like a three-day turnaround as opposed to a three-month turnaround. So let's do it. Let me give you the tools. (laughs) So the first thing you need to do when you notice shame coming up is to feel it. So this is the moment you get the email or someone says something or something that triggers your shame for whatever reason. Feel it in your body. What does it feel like? Breathe it in. Like take a deep breath in. You can just imagine it right now. And invite the shame into your body. Be curious about it. Does it feel nauseous? Or does it feel more like heaviness? Or does it feel vomitrocious? Or does it feel black and sticky? What does it feel like? And then just breathe it in. Just take a deep breath in and welcome it into your body. Welcome the shame in. Don't try to push it away. Don't try to cover it up by going on Facebook, drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes, talking to a friend, like whatever your pattern is to get away from the feeling as much as you can. Don't do the pattern. Don't eat three chocolate cakes in a row. If you can, feel the shame. Let the shame in. And one really simple way to do this is as you inhale, welcome the shame into your body as much as you can. And then as you exhale, relax as much as you can. And as you're doing this, as much as you can, drop the story. So when, there's a sh- when you're in a shame spiral, there's a, a story that's happening. There's something wrong with you or you made a mistake you hurt somebody you you did a bad thing don't worry we're going to attend to the story but the first step is to really be with the shame give the shame a moment it's not going to kill you 
I know sometimes it feels like it's going to kill you if you feel it. But I promise you it's not. And the more that you can increase your capacity for feeling shame, the less it's going to control your life. The more you're going to get your life back. You're going to be able to say no. You're going to be able to say yes. You're going to be able to take those risks and build a life that is going to have so much more fun and pleasure in it if you feel your shame. So that is the first step. As much as you can, feel the shame. Let it in. Let it into your body. Now, the second step you're going to do after you've kind of dealt with the peak. So maybe you got an email or had a conversation or something happened. You have the shame wash over you suddenly for whatever reason. You take an hour. You are with the shame. You go for a walk. You just breathe in the shame. You feel the shame. You don't run away with it. You're with it. You invite it into your body as much as you can. Now, after you've let it in, the next step is to write down all of the thoughts that you are thinking. So now we're dealing with the story. So you can write down the story and say, I shouldn't have done that. I did this wrong. I'm so upset. When I am in a shame spiral, some of the thoughts that come up for me are, it's all my fault. I'm a piece of shit. I meant to hurt the person. It wasn't even a mistake. I did it on purpose. I'm a bad person. If people get to know me, they're going to find out how bad I am. They're going to find out I'm a fraud. It's really nasty stuff that happens in my brain. So just sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and just write stream of consciousness, write as much as you can. Write as many of the thoughts as you can pull out of your brain that are swirling and just get them all down on paper. And one of the amazing things about this step is you'll start to see that some of them are a bit crazy. Some of them maybe you agree with, but some of them are just like, whoa, <laughs> that's not true. You know, when I look at my thoughts now, one of the things that's amazing is that I've been doing this long enough that I am used to it. It's like, okay, yep, same old track happening here. <laughs> same old, oh yeah, I'm a terrible person. Yep, heard that one before. And I can start to navigate and figure out which thoughts are maybe more true for me or maybe a little bit stickier. And then some of them I'm just like, okay, I'm not a horrible person. I didn't mean to do it. Yes, I made a mistake. Maybe someone did get hurt, but I didn't mean to hurt them. I know what my intentions were. So seeing all of the thoughts on the paper can really give you some perspective. It gets them out of your head a little bit and you can see them with a little bit more perspective than when they're just swirling, creating the spiral, creating the nausea or whatever feeling comes up for you when you're in shame. Now, the third step after you've written all the thoughts down is to tell somebody your shame story. 
So you want to tell someone you trust. This is really important. You don't want to tell someone who is simply going to affirm your shameful thoughts that you're a terrible person. You want to tell a good friend, a family member you trust. If you're working with a therapist, a therapist is a great person to tell. To tell somebody your story and tell them, you know, what happened. You know, A, B, C, this happened. I did this. This person got upset. Tell them the story. Shame, um, I learned this from Brené Brown, and if you haven't seen her two TED Talks on shame, please watch them. They're amazing. I watch them over and over and over again, and they have helped me so much. Um, One of her TED Talks, I believe, is called The Power of Vulnerability, and I think the other one is called like Listening to Shame or something. I will put them in the show notes. So you can check them out. But she uh, researches vulnerability and researches shame and explains it in a way that is so simple and easy to understand. And one of the things she's learned about shame from her research is that shame cannot survive in the light. Shame festers and grows when we keep it secret, when we don't tell anyone, when we don't tell our best friend what happened. As soon as you bring it into the light and bring it to someone you trust and have them say, you know, that really sucks, that's painful, maybe they say I've been in a similar situation and they aren't re-shaming you, that is where the real healing happens. I mean, it, ha- it happens at every stage, but there's something just magic that happens when you tell someone your story and they are able to hear you and listen to you and they don't make fun of you or say you're a bad person. It's really, really healing. So that is the third step for working with shame. So if you are someone with, who struggles with shame, just want to say I, I totally understand what it feels like. I have totally, totally been there and I absolutely would love to support you. I'm taking on a few new clients at this time and so if you're interested in doing a trial session with me, I do something called core energetics. It's kind of like if yoga and talk therapy had a baby together. It's in the Freudian lineage. We look at what happened to you as a child and how that formed the habits and patterns you bring into adulthood. And then the thing that's different than most talk therapy is that we bring it to the body. So as an example, if as a child, for whatever reason, you weren't allowed to express anger, you would get in trouble or you would get hurt, or you would get shamed if you expressed anger, which is actually, unfortunately, a, a thing that happens quite often. Um, you're probably going to have tension in your shoulders, in your neck, in your jaw. And so in Core Energetics, not only do we look at the stories, the habits, and patterns, and work on changing them 
from a mental perspective, we also address it on a on the physical level. So we have the exercises that work with your neck, shoulders, jaw, so that we can release it from your body. So you can really release these old patterns and move more fully into your life and have more energy in your body from um, getting rid of some of the tension. So this work has been totally transformational for me. I am a completely different person <laughs> from when I started this work. I mean, I my core, my essence, my soul, if you will, are the same, but um, a lot of the way I live my life has changed since I've been doing core energetics work. And I am so, so excited that I get to work with others and I get to support them in their transformations as well. So if you're interested in doing a trial session with me, at this time I'm doing trial sessions for $20. And we can either do it in person in the West End of Toronto or uh, if you are not from Toronto, you're not from Canada, we can do it on Zoom, which is very similar to Skype. So if you're interested in that, you can email me at Bryn at BrynBamber.com. So it's B-R-Y-N at B-A-M as in mother, B as in Bob, E-R.com. And I will put that in the show notes as well. So if you're interested in that, you can do that. Recapping. When you're feeling shame, step one is just feel it. Allow it. Invite it into your body. Breathe. Maybe go for a walk. Lie down on your bed. Do something where you can just feel the shame. Let it in. Don't try to stop it. Don't try to cover it up. Feel it. Number two, write down all of the thoughts that are going through your head, all of the ways that you're beating yourself up, because if you're in shame, you're beating yourself up for sure. And number three is tell someone you trust. Find someone you trust to talk to about your shame. Okay, I hope you're having an amazing week. I hope you're not in shame, but if you are, I've been there. I get it. You're going to get through this. You can feel this. And you can come out with more energy and more strength if you're willing to let the shame in. So I will talk to you in a few weeks. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to pick up my free guide, Reduce Stress and Get an Hour of Your Day Back. You can find that at brynbamber.com slash relax. That's B-R-Y-N-B-A-M-B-E-R dot com slash relax. Have a lovely and relaxing day.